Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Michael here. And Angela. Welcome to the second episode of the Endless Audio Podcast. Number two, numero dos. Thank you, guys. If anyone is listening, today we're going to be talking about everything everywhere all at once. But before we do that, anything interesting happening in your life, Ange? Um, so... This weekend, I'm going to Memphis, and I'm going to scope out apartments, so I'll be moving there and then working as an exercise physiologist, so I'm super excited about that, and I'm currently trying to navigate my life and pack everything up and organize things and then spend time at home with the fam, and hopefully we can record an epi together in person. What about you? I also have to pack, because I'm going to Vegas tomorrow after work gonna see neo there we're going to the club we're gonna see neo you're going to the club yeah tonight but besides that i I did legs yesterday that was good i did the bulgarian split squat for the first time in my life i was burning the first time yeah the first time i usually just do like lunges but then i was i've been watching like a lot of youtube tutorials on like certain exercises to make sure i get that form down because i don't want to be i don't want to be that guy in the gym you know yeah. I mean, if you have more of a forward lean, I'm not trying to be a nerd about this, but if you have... Go all, go ahead. Okay, I'll go off. So, I don't know, form and technique are big things. So, if you have more of a forward lean, you're going to engage, I think, a little bit more of, like, those glutes and also lengthen them a little bit more. Mm. So, just keep that in mind, but split squats, I would say those are the... Ex- that's the exercise I despise the most. I was more doing it for my thighs. Like the Bulgarian, you know? More so for your quads. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the better term. Sorry. Sorry, I'm just a nerd. No, it's all right. That's the right term. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. I was going to say grow them legs. Yeah, I'm trying. I did some lateral raises too. That was nice. I didn't get my form down for lateral raises until like recently when I watched some more tutorials. So. Yeah. Constantly learning. That's That's okay. Yeah, shout out to Scott Herman Fitness on YouTube. Personally, I re- I mean, I really like Stephanie Buttermore. Jeff Stephanie? Nippert. I've never heard of her. That's Jeff Nippard's fiance, but he's like really big into in the fitness industry and whatnot. Really scientific, really cool. Um, there's a lot of good people out there, a lot of good resources. I don't know Jeff Nippard either. Well, you should look him up. <laughs> I'll send you some stuff. I should. Um, but anything else interesting, Ange? Mm, I think we we got it covered. Awesome. Um, you ready for a trivia question? Oh, yeah, I am. I'm kind of nervous. Okay. Oh, this one's kind of cool because uh you were playing Monopoly on Christmas, uh Rick and Morty Monopoly. And With Vince and Anthony. Yep, and this is a Monopoly question. So you ready? I'm going to try my best. Uh, What two articles of clothing are tokens in the standard Monopoly? Bruh. Are these accessories as well? Yeah. Is one of them a top hat? Yeah. And then... Can I get a hint on the next one? Uh, A shoe! Yeah. Boom. Uh, My hint was going to be it's something you wear on your feet, but that was way too easy. Oh. It could have been a sock. True, true. But um, good job. So you're two for two. Mm, okay, mine is. Let's oh, you see. got one for me? 
Yeah, I do. Well, mine's a little, I wouldn't say tricky, but mm. um, I know that you did karate at one point. <laughs> um, let's see. What are the belts in order of beginner to expert? So I only got up to yellow belt second stripe. <laughs> I'm pretty low on the totem pole in the karate world. But I know white is the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, then yellow. Yes. And I want to say orange. Yeah, you got it. Keep going. Okay, There's... so this is not an answer, but is there a green and red in there somewhere? Yes. Both of those colors? Mm-hmm. And then you got four more. <sighs> okay, so next I'm going red no (laughs) green yes then red no okay oh i know there's a purple too Mm -hmm. this next purple so there's one before purple think rainbow just roy g biv yeah roy g biv a little bit just list them man okay there's no way i'm getting all this white yellow orange green blue purple brown red and black wow I just thought it was. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not entirely sure if that's like the right order. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a martial artist, although it would be cool. Yeah, I think Papa has a black belt, doesn't he? Yeah. Remember when? Shout out to to Papa for. I still have that picture of him and Anthony. Yeah, sweeping his butt. <laughs> and Anthony in an armbar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. That's funny though. Have you ever seen his black belt, though? No. Maybe he's just capping. I'm trying to see it. I don't know. I mean... I believe it. I feel like this isn't something that you probably talk about on the internet, but, like, the samurai swords, those are pretty cool. <laughs> Why do you not talk about that on the internet? I don't know. It's. I feel like it's not something that you openly speak about. Yeah, my grandpa has samurai swords. That's pretty cool, though. Papa's a badass. Shouts. Yeah um yeah i bet you he's listening to this too mm-hmm. um so <laughs> let's transition to our movie should i read the synopsis go on okay so like you said earlier talking about everything everywhere all at once so the synopsis reads when an interdimensional rupture unravels reality an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance and that is from google so i know some different websites have uh, different synopses i think that's the plural plural form of synopsis but um it's directed by daniel kwan and daniel scheinert collectively known as the daniels the daniels can we just refer to them as that the daniels Daniels. that's way easier um and they also directed swiss army man have you seen that Ange? Mm-mm. but i have seen um kung fu panda 2 and michelle yo is in that oh did they direct that too no <laughs> i just know that she's in it <laughs> okay and uh, <laughs> well she voices a character who is she tigress right oh I no oh wait no or isn't angelina jolie i don't know i haven't seen that played. movie in a long time cinematic masterpiece huh yeah um so it is starring like we just said michelle yo as evelyn um hey Hoi Kwan. is that how you Wee. say it? Key? Wee. 
K Hui Quan, right? As Waymond. Um, oh. Yeah. And then there's also Jamie Lee Curtis, um, James Hong. Um, Ste- oh, yep. you go. You want to say her name? Stephanie Su? I think so. And she was Joy slash Jobu Tupaki. Jobu Tupaki. Sorry. What is that from? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where that came from. I looked at the name and it said, um, I think it was like, I don't want to get it wrong, but in maybe like a South American culture, it means mm-hmm. like pistol. And she does a lot of like hand gestures with like a gun. So I don't know. Yeah, she do be doing those hand gestures. Um, so where did you watch this? At? Where did I watch it at? Yeah. A myriad of different places. Um, just laying in bed. And as I was inclined walking on the treadmill during part of my workout, getting my hot girl walk in. Nice. Um, the first time I watched it, though, I watched it with Marissa, which was, I don't know. It was really special because she had really wanted to watch it for the longest time. and. Uh, after that, or I think before that, my friend Andrew was urging me to watch it too. He was like, you're going to love this movie. It is like, I don't know. So totally. So shouts to both of them because I loved this movie. I love this movie. What about you? Um. So the first time I watched it, there was like a free trial period on like Comcast where you got to watch it. Like it was like a preview of like Showtime or whatever. So, like, in that week, it was on there. I was like, ooh, I got to watch this. Um, but so I just watched it at home. But the second time around, I watched it on my laptop because although you gave me your Hulu, um, for some reason, I couldn't find it. So <laughs> shout out to Soap Today. <laughs> <laughs> Soap Today. Yep. Also, shout out to Reddit because that's how I found that. Um, but I do not support piracy. That was a joke. Mm. I would never do that. Never. Um, so, <laughs> so besides that, should we go a little bit into the analysis? Did you have any major points, anything that stuck out to you? There were a lot of points. Um, can we first start by saying, like, the first, I don't know, like, the first everywhere part, like, the big fight scene with Waymond? I don't know. He is my hands down. I'm a Waymond stan. <laughs> At the IRS office? Yeah, I love him. But I was looking I was looking up like a lot of analysis analyses on it and um it was basically like I thought about this too. Like his whole outfit and the fanny pack and then the little stuffed animal keychain. I was like that is so total travel Asian dad attire. And I wasn't even thinking about it in that sense, but an article that I had read, they were talking about how um like the directors really played on that stereotype and they were like, hey, fuck it. Let's say that the fanny pack can be something pretty badass. And then they also went on to say, like, I don't I don't know. Like I was thinking of this and they mentioned it, but it reminded me of the scene in in Naruto Shippuden when <laughs> when um when Rock Lee finally takes off his little uh, ankle weights and then he's oh, against Gara. Yeah. Yeah, you went I was crazy like, on that one. You right. So that's what I thought of when I was when I was watching Waymond. Mm. You go Rockley. I like the part where he um 
like reached his hand into the fishbowl and put like fish rocks in his fanny pack to make it like yeah make it hit harder that was that hit i i it was it was honestly it, i don't know it got me going and i was like all right we're also tipping our hat off to martial arts chinese culture asian bruce culture lee. bruce lee hell yeah <laughs> jet lee <Hell> yeah <laughs> who else we got jackie chan uh, yeah definitely for sure um and also in that same that same irs office um in the part where they're like in the elevator and the alpha Wayman first like like he takes like the um umbrella and blocks the camera and then like puts mm-hmm. the headset on evelyn um like a whole like video of her life like plays like a whole montage and then when she's born her dad's there and the doctor says i'm sorry it's a girl i thought that was notable yeah. how what did you think about that when it first happened i just thought it was pretty bogus kind of funny though but <laughs> did you notice that yeah I mean, yeah. I mean, isn't that how it is in, like, some Asian cultures, though? Yeah, because, I mean, that was his only daughter, his only child. And so mm-hmm. I I honestly hate this notion that, okay, if you don't have a son, your blood, like, I don't know, your last name doesn't get passed down. I think that that's, why does our society value that so much? Yeah. Hey, a girl could also take her last name instead of the guy's, though. Exactly hyphenate that i kind of want to do that that's kind of cool yeah like marcus valdez scantling who's that (laughs) (laughs) he was on the green bay packers but now he's on uh let's see now he's on the chiefs i think who just won the super bowl so shout out to them that was a really good game did you watch that i watched little bits and pieces of it i didn't really want to watch it why i I don't want to talk about it okay um i also just wanted to give a shout out to the asian representation you know because it is nice to be represented on a screen um no it is i mean this this movie and crazy rich asians crazy rich asians yeah she was also michelle yo is also in that and like I don't know. I would recommend that if you liked this movie and you like Michelle Yeoh, go and watch Crazy Rich Asians as well. Because it's a good one. Isn't there a book, too? There's multiple books, actually. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't finish reading them. They're on my forever book list. Any other key points? Can we talk about... I just really wanted to talk about Waymond. Also, I loved (laughs) all the the little... um, what was it? The Rakakuni. Oh, yeah. Rakakuni is like Ratatouille, but he's a raccoon. Is that one of your favorite movies? Ratatouille? Yeah. It's up there. Like, if you had to pick like a favorite Disney movie, I like like my top three. No order. Mm-hmm. Probably like Ratatouille. Probably like Up. And then Monsters, Inc. They're just kind of comfort movies, you know? Yeah. So you don't like Monsters University, huh? It's all right. But it's just Monsters, Inc. has that nostalgia to it. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I like Wally a lot. Up. Mm-hmm. Soul. Oh, yeah. I watched Soul with you and Anthony. Yeah. Made me cry. Especially in the end. No spoilers there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
there were a lot of things that I like wanted to talk about more so like towards the end of the movie. But um, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of it was talking about just like family dynamics, especially like the notion of, you know, the what ifs. That was a big thing with a lot of it is I remember like at one point when Evelyn had the po- that that point where she was where was it she got like a little bit of gl- like a glimpse of her life or what it would have been had she been famous and an actress mm-hmm. and she was telling Waymond I wish you could have seen my life without you I wish that you was would've... bogus as hell yeah it was beautiful I should have listened to my father and not gone with you all those years ago um so yeah her as an actress and as a martial artist and then and then at what like at one point though i got this this glimpse or it kind of reminded me of like titanic in a way because he was there he was within the story too like within that universe Mm -hmm. and and it comes full circle towards the end um obviously as she was telling him he was really tripped up about it and um you know, like he at the end goes back to say it's like also sort of like within his compilation. Sorry, I'm trying to find it. Oh, I have it. I think. Does he you say it? in another life, I would have really liked just doing laundry in Texas with you? Yeah. Yeah, that line hits. Yeah. And it's like, you know, life may be shit sometimes or we're just going through it, but also recognize the people who have been there for you and who are there for you and just love you. Mm -hmm. And, and what I also took away from it was like nice people and kind people aren't necessarily weak. Like if anything, they're a lot stronger for continuing to stand up to the world and not let it change them and, and who they are and their character, you know, like, like Podrick. Exactly. Like Podrick, you know, it was a callback to episode one. Even though he went to go and light his friend's house on fire. But he stood up for himself. He stood up for himself. But why is it, though, that, like, within, like, family dynamics and really close friends, like, why do we always take it out on the people that we're closest with? Probably just because they're there, honestly. Because we know that they're never going to leave us. Well, also, they're just, like, there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not just going to find someone random and do something shitty to them. Mm-hmm. Like, just kind of, like, if you're mad, you just kind of, like, whoever's there. I loved the Wayman compilation at the end. It just showed a lot of vulnerability. And, you know, I think Michelle Yeoh's character, Evelyn, she she's very much, like, a, in a way, like a tiger mom. Like, your stereotypical tiger Asian tiger mom, in a way. Super protective, at times very blunt. I don't know what it is with Asian moms sometimes. Oh, when she says Joy, like when Joy's crying and she's like, I need to talk to you. And she's like, what? And she's like, you're getting fat. Yes. Yeah. Like, that was so unnecessary. Yeah. Like, um, okay. Uh, but it, it's almost like they don't know how to be soft and kind in certain situations. But yeah, I, I just loved Wayman. He's very wholesome. Loved his vulnerability. I like how, um, like, Michelle Yeoh's character, she's so focused on, like, her job and, like, bills and, like, the IRS audit and things like that. And mm-hmm. she's, she just never really takes time to, like, enjoy her life. While Wayman, on the other hand, like, in this movie as a whole, it kind of deals with, like, that ex- existential, like, dread or existential crisis thing. Where 
like nothing really matters and Evelyn is just so caught up in all these small things that at the end of the day like when people look back on your life or remember you nobody's going to be like oh remember when she completed that paperwork or she worked that job at the laundromat like nobody really cares about that it's about like the memories you make and how you make people feel um and Wayman kind of just lives every day kind of carefree and like enjoying the moment um and it's just kind of sad how like Evelyn is so focused on everything else um that she has to be presented with like her divorce paperwork to even realize that things aren't going well yeah and it's almost like why does it have to come to that extent for them to nearly get divorced in order to be like hey like, mm-hmm. do you even care about our marriage kind of thing? Do you even care about me? Because Wayman even makes note of the fact of, like, every time you look at me, you just have that that way of looking at me, like, you're disappointed in me, you don't love me. And then even when they're at the IRS office, and I love how it goes back to it at the end, he sees all these, like, this older couple, and they're kissing one another, and oh, you can just yeah. tell that he envies that and wants that, but Evelyn's almost got that tunnel vision mm-hmm. and she just just really is fixated on business rather than enjoying her life like you said yeah she's just all business up front you know no party mm-hmm. in the back no party in the back <laughs> <laughs> but um, i was yeah. gonna say like um it was really refreshing though too like the googly eyes i love oh, yeah. that what do you think of that um, I really like my favorite scene probably in the movie is when Joy and Evelyn are in the rock universe where life couldn't exist and they're just kind of talking with subtitles mm-hmm. and they're like oh like nothing really matters and then uh, Joy's just getting kind of all like depressed and existential and Evelyn's as a rock just, yeah and Evelyn has like <laughs> the googly eyes and she's like nothing fucking matters like lighten up like you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's just like the movie is so loud and there's so much happening all the time. I mean, the title's everything everywhere all at once and it's moving so fast. And like that scene, there was like no sound and it was just like subtitles, no words, just rocks. Mm-hmm. And it was just very, rocks. It was very poignant. Is that how you say the word? Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just be a rock. Yeah, exactly. Like take a take a moment to just chill. Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know. I liked what came after that too, is like the googly eyes too. Like the mm-hmm. rock turned around and it had googly eyes. It's like, stop taking life so seriously. Um, Like there, and then Joy's character was getting really upset. She was like, just leave me alone. And then the rock was chasing the other rock. And then, <laughs> and then Evelyn as a rock was like, there are no rules. Yeah, really though. And that's kind of like another thing with like, like anxiety. I don't know if you've ever, dealt with like a little social anxiety have you Ange? um a lot yeah so basically like you kind of I don't know if this is just me but sometimes you just feel like everyone's just kind of like focused on you like at all times and like your like little movements the spotlight effect yeah and I just kind of have to remind myself like everyone has their own problems and everyone has their own thoughts and they're all going through their own shit and nobody's gonna like focus 100% on someone else and what they're doing like they have better things to be worrying about so I don't know. It's just kind of reminding myself that like nobody really cares at the end of the day. Like if you're too nervous to do something, like someone may say something about you or 
half the time nobody will even bat an eye or care because they have their own mm-hmm. shit. That I think that's also very apparent, like in somewhere like the gym. I see it every day. And it's like, no, everyone's pretty much focused on themselves and mm-hmm. and just trying to not say, I mean, for me, for the longest time, I was like, I just don't want to look like an idiot and drop this dumbbell or drop this barbell on myself or on my foot. Yeah. That's all I'm concerned about. Yeah. Or not falling off the treadmill. I'm just concerned with progressive overload and hypertrophy, you know? Heck yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and it's, it was also nice to some of the dialogue. Um, I don't remember if it was Joy or Evelyn who said it, but they had said, every new discovery is just a reminder. We're all small and stupid. And who knows what great news this or great new discovery is coming next to make us feel like even smaller pieces of shit. That is true. And um, also I wanted to ask, what genre would you put this movie in? Mm. To be quite honest, I feel like it was kind of sci-fi-y. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like it's like there's so it's like so like fresh and unique that it's kind of hard to like put in a box, but it's kind of like yeah, like sci-fi, kind of like thriller, like I don't know though, it's like a weird combination. Yeah. I mean, this was was definitely one of the mul- like this was the multiverse movie that we all needed. And that's mm-hmm. why I think it would it would fit more of a sci-fi genre, fantasy, not not necessarily fantasy, because it's all very realistic. This this these are issues that we go through as human beings probably on a daily basis, at least for maybe people who think beyond the scope of just everyday life. That is true. Yeah, besides like the multiverse thing, everything else mm-hmm. is pretty realistic. What did you think about um all like the verse jumping like where you have to like do something have to do something crazy and then you like get the powers of a different you and another multiverse um a different universe the manner with it was just so absurd and there were certain things that were like i i didn't particularly like it the paper cut scene i did not it made me like cringe i didn't want to watch it no one was satisfying though which one don't Um, say it the one, no, the one where he has to eat the chapstick. That just oh. looks so satisfying. Just like chewing it chapstick. Was, it was a glue stick. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, but the sounds. I don't know what it was. I was it like, looked really satisfying. You know what ASMR. other one? You know what other one is really satisfying? Don't. When the guy had to stick the butt plug. <laughs> <up his butt>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he like jumped on it, like not even soft, just like no lube, straight up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't, I don't, I was like, no way it's going this, this direction. No way. The first time I watched it. And then the second time I was like, oh my gosh, I remember this. I can't unsee it. Same thing with the hot dog hands. Oh yeah. I was like, I need to erase this from my memory banks. This is, this is messed up. It's funny because even the movie they're watching in the laundromat, they have like hot dog hands too. Yeah. At least in that universe, right? Yeah. But yeah. Um. The verse jumping, I thought it was really cool. I just, I don't know, some of the things that they were doing in order to to verse ju- or is that right? Verse. I think jump? it's called verse jumping. Yeah. I meant to put that in my notes. I just kind of forgot. But That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I I thought the concept was really cool. It was really out of the box. So mm-hmm. good job, Daniels. What did you think about the everything bagel? 
Um, well, personally, I like everything bagels, so no beef there. I like plain bagels and cinnamon. So mm. we got beef. Well, I also shout out to Trader Joe's. Oh, the no. everything but the bagel seasoning. Also, Aldi has like a jalapeno one and like a cheese one. Mm-hmm. Everything but the bagel. Good to know. I don't know. I'm a big foodie, so I I I enjoyed that. What kind of cream cheese do you like? Um, I really let's see. I don't honestly. It, it just depends. Like pumpkin season, I like a good pumpkin cream cheese. I can eat cream cheese just by itself, especially the whipped. But also. I really like like a good like chive one or like, I don't know. I really like the everything bagel, cream cheese, just plain sometimes, and then topped with some smoked salmon. Damn. I've been getting just like a plain bagel with either strawberry cream cheese or just plain cream cheese. Just trying to bulk up. You are a strawberry cream cheese kind of guy. Really? Yeah. I don't know what that means, but thank you. And I also like <laughs> I also like strawberry milk. Like I remember going to like Dunkin' Donuts, I'd always get like a strawberry Nesquik and a um strawberry like sprinkled donut. That is just so you. I don't know. I don't know what it is, Mike. I don't know what that means, but thanks. And also, one time when I was younger though, this is crazy. I mixed chocolate and strawberry milk. <gasps> it was it was bussin'. It was ultra bussin'. <gasps> Ultra, ultra <laughs> bussin. Oh, I forgot to read all of the nominations for this movie. Should I do that or should we just skip it? Um, I say we do it. Give okay. our, our Asian homies some cred. True. So um, this movie was nominated for Best Picture, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress for two different people, Best Director, Best Supporting Actor, Best Original Score, Best Original Screenplay, Best Costume Design, and Best Film Editing. So that might be every category. I think there's also like a hair and makeup category, though. I did want to say something about like the practical or like visual effects. Um, So the one where it's kind of showing Evelyn in every universe, like every different universe. So like every different version of herself. So like the alpha universe. Or I think she died in the alpha universe. But the main universe that the movie takes place in. And then there's like an anime version of her, like the one that's like a movie star version of her, which is, I think they're used clips from like the press tour of like crazy rich Asians, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool. Um, and then there's like her karate version, like when it's like zooming past all of those. And also when she um, like first jumps the first time and she's like going backwards and there's like a bunch of different like backgrounds around her. Um, I was watching a video on YouTube and they like, it did that pretty practically. I think is the word where they just had like a green screen and like it wasn't like too crazy how to do that. But those scenes looked visually pleasing to me. Yeah, I'm trying to to go back on my notes, but like it was right before the rock scene and it was just like that huge compilation of like all the different Evelyn's. It was super trippy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just speaking on the fact of how simple it was for them to probably make. I'm like, dang. I don't know. It just looked like something that would have taken a lot of skill and it was really powerful towards like the interpretation of the different multiverses. Mm -hmm. And then also the idea of like everything just kind of going, I don't know, like up being up in the air and everything had to fall apart in order, um, in order to get to like the aftermath of like the calmness. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, and should we go into like the rating or did you have a few more thoughts? Um, also, I like that they added at the end of the movie in terms of like the closing, they used a Mitski, sco- a Mitski song. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I think I saw that on Letterboxd though too, but she's a really good artist. Marissa got me into her. Mm-hmm. So shouts to Marissa. I think Marissa, Marissa did see Mitski too. She probably did. I know she does like her and Biba Doobie. Biba Doobie. Asian reps. <laughs> Which, if you guys didn't know, we're half Filipino. Yeah, I think we said that in the intro, remember? Did we? I think so, but I'm not sure if everyone listens to that. But if you yeah. didn't, now you know. Now you know. Okay, uh, we can go, go to the rating if you want. <laughs> okay. So, Or if you, I don't know. If if there was any anyone else who you felt like had really good performance, I feel like we didn't really talk about like Joy or Jobu Tupaki. Jobu Tupaki. Jobu Tupaki. That's so uh, fun to say. I know. I just feel like her costumes were really cool all the time. She was like kind of a badass. Did you have a favorite one in particular? I like um, when she's showing Evelyn the everything bagel, and all of her like cult followers are all have like a bagel like circle like on their forehead and like black like ash mm-hmm. and she has like a little like circular bagel shaped thing on her head that's really cool i thought like her all of her like hairstyles looked really cool too yeah and oh another thing about joy is in this movie she's gay so i remember in the beginning when um it's like evelyn's dad right who's there mm-hmm. and Gong. she's like What's his name? Gong Gong. Yeah. She's like introducing him to um or Joy is introducing like her friend to him, but she doesn't know the word in Chinese to say like girlfriend. And then Evelyn just kind of steps in and she's like, she's a really good friend. Like that was like pretty bogus. But also like sometimes people from like older generations might not be like as like understanding mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but then at the end, like Joy introduces her as like her girlfriend and everything's all good. I think that was also a really notable scene, though, too, because one of the bigger issues, I think, was just Joy and Evelyn seeing eye to eye on a lot of different things. You know, like she just wanted to be seen and recognized by her mom. And Evelyn, like, also goes up to her dad and she's like, you know, like, it's OK if you can't be proud of me, like I'm proud of me. And, you know, like, I'm going to break the cycle of of being super like hard on my daughter like you were to me. And then she finally goes and introduces Becky to him as Joy's girlfriend. And I thought that was really powerful because it's like, finally, everything comes full circle. Mm -hmm. It was like the hero's journey, like they returned to their normal world and they were changed. Mm hmm. so yeah, that's always satisfying to see. And wait, uh, mm-hmm. um, can I? So there's like, so the book that I'm reading, A New Earth, by Eckhart Tolle. It's the second one to the one that I was reading previously. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just like this portion, and it talks about like parents and whatnot. And I was like, I think that this resonates a lot with the movie. And I know if I should read a little bit of it or not. Sure, but okay. So 
don't know. We can edit it and then choose what we want to add and whatnot. But um, it says in conscious suffering. So that's like the little subheading. If you have young children, give them help, guidance, and protection to the best of your ability. But even more importantly, give them space, space to be. They come into this world through you, but they are not yours. The belief of I know it's best for you may be true when they're very young, but the older they get, the less true it becomes. The more expectations you have of how their life should unfold, the more you are in your mind instead of being present for them. Eventually, they will make mistakes and they will experience some form of suffering as all humans do. In fact, they may be mistakes only from your perspective. What to you is a mistake may be exactly what your children need to to do or experience. Give them as much help and guidance as you can, but realize that you may also at times have to allow them to make mistakes, especially as they begin to reach adulthood. At times, you may also have to allow them to suffer. Suffering may come to them out of the blue, or it may come as the consequence of their own mistakes. But wouldn't it be wonderful if you could spare them from all suffering? Mm. And then, I don't know. I was just like, uh, I felt that we all probably deal with that in some regard. And especially with this movie, I was like, I can definitely see the relation. Yeah. And I feel like um, you kind of just like grow the most as a person through periods of kind of um, like turmoil or like low points Um, when you kind of like hit rock bottom that's like the most or that's the time when you experience like the most growth usually and I feel like a parent you don't really want your children I'm not a parent so I don't know exactly but (laughs) I could say like if you're a parent you don't really want your kids to like go through any like hardships or anything like that but sometimes it is necessary for them to grow as people and to be like more well-rounded when they grow up. Yeah. Do hard things. That's another good book. <laughs> yeah. But thank you. Shout out to Andrew for recommending that. That's probably one of my favorite books, but I don't know. Like I, I find that, you know, you, you grow from adversity and being resilient. And I don't know. I just think that like bouncing back, it's all about the bounce back, no matter how, how low of a low you hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the lower low, like the more growth you see afterwards, usually, mm-hmm. because like if you're hitting a low, sometimes it's not your fault. Sometimes it's something that just happens to you. But like going through that, you kind of grow as a person in a way that you would never have expected. But sometimes like speaking from like a depression standpoint, like if you usually when you're depressed, you're just not like happy with the way you're living, kind of. And that's kind of like your body telling you that. Um, and you kind of just need to like reevaluate how you're living and you could kind of go through a lot of growth. I feel like atomic habits would (laughs) (laughs) would explain this really well. Just kind of like there's certain environments, um, like if you're in an environment with cues of things that happened to you that were bad or like objects or places or photos or something, and you see that and it could just like trigger like bad memories in your head. Or if you're in a new environment, um, you don't have those same cues associated with those objects or whatever. So it's like mm-hmm. easier to change your behavior. Um, that was just like a point from the book. No, I love that. Like, I'm actually applying that right now. So like, as I'm moving and making the transition, you told me that, you know, like fresh start. And 
I've gotten rid of a lot of clothes and stuffed animals, although it like makes my heart kind of sad. I'm like, I'm just donating them to to kids who are going to love them and it'll all be all right. Like a little Toy Story kind of deal. But, you know, just moving forward and creating that good habit of, you know, like having the separation of certain memories maybe associated with a certain person or certain point in your life and then just finding a way to you know navigate what your life is now navigate the present and just continue to build from from where you've gone like i don't know one of my friends would always say things like also just like look how far you've come to get to where you are now like celebrate that as well if you are in like a bit of a low or just trying to find yourself after something happens Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was saying this to Sarah um, on Valentine's Day, which was two days ago. We went to Ted's Montana Grill, and I had Aww. a buffalo burger. <laughs> and there's a buffalo hanging above us, um, like a head of one. R.I.P. I just gotta say that the buffalo was it tasted good. It kind of tasted like steak, but it was also like softer. That's just that's my take on eating the buffalo burger. But anyways. We're just going through like Snapchat memories and like, you know how sometimes it'd be like on this day, however many years ago, like you were doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny because when you're in the moment, you think like you're like your best self. Well, maybe you are. But then when you look back, like, wow, that period of my life is like super cringy. And it's yeah. just kind of like if you do that, it just kind of shows not always that you're growing, but usually that you've grown as a person or maybe your taste just changed. But <laughs> one of the two. No, I. I agree with that. I don't know if you sent me something on Instagram or something like that, but it's like you've definitely grown if if you get a little bit of embarrassment from where you were, say, like a year ago or two years ago. Just a cool observation. Yeah. And do you did you have any other points? Mm, I guess just relating it back to the film of, you know, like Evelyn and Joy and even Wayman. They had to go through a lot of that adversity and a lot of that hardship as a family in order to, you know, grow closer together and create an even stronger bond with one another. I agree. Yeah, this movie is just like a lot. And if you haven't seen it, speaking to any listeners, you should see it because it's very different than a lot of other movies. And I think a lot of people would like it. And I definitely would say A lot of people on Letterboxd also said it, but I was thinking this too. You know, watch it with your loved ones. Mm -hmm. It's a good movie to watch with your loved ones and then talk about a lot of maybe the harder things in life. Like, you know, life can be shit sometimes, but at least we have each other to lean on. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you experienced this, but you ever just watch like a really good movie and then you just feel like really good afterwards? Like, Yeah. You ever see those memes like after watching a movie and you take on like the personality of like the main character but like Mm -hmm. in a more serious note like I don't know like sometimes movies just kind of like change your perspective on things and it's like this movie is one of those movies yeah where like after watching it I'm like damn I want to quit my job (laughs) I still haven't but it makes me want to whenever I I hope your boss is not listening to this podcast I mean he'd understand you know (laughs) it's work no but and then and then I think that also comes with the question of do you would you rather live to work or work to live Mm -hmm. you know like valuing 
I don't know. I, I always, I think that it is really important to evaluate like what you really want out of this life. Same thing with the the other movie that we watched, the Banshees of Inishirin. Um, with Podrick, I mean, clearly what he valued in life was was those relationships with his loved ones and being remembered by them and remembering how nice they were and how great of people they were versus the legacy of of Colm and his music and the art that he's going to leave behind, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm in the camp where I prefer life over work. Um, but I'm just kind of like a job where I'm just kind of coasting right now, but I could totally see myself working a job that's less stressful and has less money just so I could have more time to myself to actually live my life and do things that I enjoy, you know? Yeah. Like it, I don't, that's what's the purpose of life, a life of purpose. Mm-hmm. I know I keep using like those inner interchangeable phrases and whatnot, but you know, or like, what's the meaning of life, a life of meaning, <laughs> those kinds of like, like those kinds of things, but you yeah. ultimately like it is what you make it. And I think that's why I loved Wayman's character so much because mm-hmm. he always looked at life as being a glass half full. Yeah. And even him, like in real life, I think it was like his golden globes, maybe speech or something where he's just saying he never really thought he'd get another chance after like indiana jones and like damn that made me the goonies or the the goonies Goonies. he was in indiana jones though right yeah he was yeah that made me tear up i loved him though like i don't know i I just really loved him loved his character he just i wanted to give him a hug same thing with when i see older people eating on their own at a restaurant i'm like let me (laughs) okay Honestly, so the first person I trained at my job, so working Mm -hmm. as an exercise specialist, so I'm actually having my last day tomorrow. (gasps) Yeah. So I went to Starbucks earlier this week and he would tell me every single, I don't, every single day, actually, since being retired, he was a professor at Eastern. He would go to Starbucks at like 5 a.m., get his coffee and then go and walk two miles on the treadmill then come into the gym he just had this cute little morning routine and so I finally went in for coffee at Starbucks before work and he was sitting there and I was like I don't want to put his name in it but he's he's such an awesome guy and he also does watercolors and does a lot of art and he gave me all these little stationary cards with his art on it and just a little note and I've been getting so many little thank you notes and it's like you know this is this is why my career is so rewarding and working in healthcare and with people is so rewarding it just i don't know makes my heart feel full that's awesome my career is not rewarding but to go back to what you were saying <laughs> <laughs> to go to what you're saying that's awesome that people just like show you appreciation like that and it's kind of like bittersweet that you're like leaving like mm-hmm. but you're on the better things bigger it's, and better yeah, it'll be it's bittersweet. And it's it's something that makes me like tear up a little bit, but I'm like mm-hmm. knowing that I've made an impact in someone's life. That's and awesome. it, yeah, it's just a good feeling. Do you want to Yes, we can go <laughs> rate this and, movie? Yes. Okay. So what would you rate it out of five? Can we do the three or do you want to do the three two one? 
You can do it. You want to do it at the same time again? I think it's fun. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, four and a five. half. Oh, I had two back-to-back fives. You think it's a four and a half? I, I'm like, I don't think I'm a harsh critic, but. I'm kind of like an easy critic. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, what is a five to you? I'm just curious. What would be a five to you? Any mm. movie. I don't think I've, like, I've had a five yet. You've never watched a movie that's a five? Mm, perhaps La La Land. Oh, yeah, I give La La Land a five as well. And I think it's on Netflix, actually. That could be our next one, perhaps. Can be. That's probably my favorite movie. I like it a lot, too. So, um, you want to read some reviews? Yeah. Me go first or you go first? I don't care. I screenshotted two. Or maybe three. I think I have multiple. You go first. Okay. So I th- this is from Letterbox. This is from Bowen Yang. And it says, This is one of the best things I've ever seen in my piece of shit life. Did you like that one? I like that one. <laughs> Do you have one? Um, so I I have a few. This is from Stevie. Finally a movie about the omnipotent evil that is everything bagels. Yeah, I could say I'm not that big of a fan of them. And then Brian Espitia <laughs> said, "You're cap in in air quotes. You're capable of anything because you're so bad at everything." Now this is the pep talk that I needed. <laughs> I have one from Jay, no last name, on Letterbox, and it says, "Damn, Daniels." <laughs> I saw that one. I was like, <laughs> "Damn, Daniel." Do you remember that guy? I wonder what he's doing right Damn, now. Damn, Daniel. Yeah. That was actually a really good impression. Me? Yeah. That sounds just like it. Thank you. I've been practicing. Yeah. When was that? 2016? When life was simple. Yeah. The white vans. <laughs> Got it again. Um, I have a few more. Is it okay? Actually, 2016 was one of the worst years of my life. But yeah, go ahead. Oh. Cue <laughs> The Way Life Goes by Lil Uzi. Oh, yeah, I love that song. That came out in, like, 2017, though, which 2017 was one of the best years of my life. So it just, that kind of just speaks to my point. When you go through a rough part, like, following that, the comeback is usually... The comeback. Usually makes up for it. Exactly. This is from Sophie. No last name. Need to start asking myself, WWWD, parentheses, what would Wayman do? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. A lot of these, like, Also just had to do with, like, just love. I think I got one more. Okay. This is by Siobhan. Siobhan? Yeah. With so many banshees of Inishirin references. Yeah. You know a movie is genius when it pays homage to one of the greatest films of all time. Ratatouille. Rakakuni. Rakakuni. Oh. (laughs) West 10 also said, cutest husband in the world. Oh. And I agree with that. Should we go to our recommendations? Yes. Let go. Um, you go first. Okay, so I don't have this game yet. I've just been watching a lot of Twitch streams. Um, like XQC. Do you know who XQC is, Ange? No, I do not. I was watching him play this. Also, Nick Kazlowskis, he's a really big Harry Potter guy, but Hogwarts Legacy. That game looks really <laughs> fun. And I wanna play it. I might buy it after this weekend, but 
That also brings me to my follow-up question, Ange. Which Hogwarts house do you resonate with most? Mm, Hufflepuff. I'm kidding. I was going to say Hufflepuff. Why are you kidding? Really? Yeah, I just like I Hufflepuff. Just, They're different. They're just different. They're built different. They really I are. Like, um, what's his name? The guy from Twilight. Uh, Edward Cullen. Robert uh, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. He was a Hufflepuff. But that's like the only notable one I know. Wait a second. Team Edward or Team Jacob? I was probably Team Jacob, low-key. Oh, me too. I just like like werewolves. That's like my thing. Yeah. I don't know. Taylor Lautner. He's cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I would say, uh, yeah, I, I would say either Hufflepuff or honestly, Maybe like probably Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Yeah. yeah. That's lame, but yeah. Or intellectuals. Just that main character energy. I'm just kidding. Heck yeah. I need a, I need, wait, what? What? No, claim that shit. Well, it's, I don't want to be like that. I don't know. You know what I mean? No, no, you are main (laughs) character energy. You need to gas yourself up. True, true. Um, But any other, any other thoughts about uh, Harry Potter? Hmm. I have not finished reading all of them. I think I stopped on the fourth one. You read them? Yeah. Oh, I remember when we were they younger. Were... Huh? You had you had a lot of them. I know. Like the bigger ones. Me and Anthony would just like pretend like the words were spells because I, I didn't really know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like casting spells. <laughs> I was like, oh, Leviosa. Wingardium Leviosa. I love that. Leviosa, not Leviosa. Leviosa. Shout out to Colin Marmel. He always says that. But you never said your recommendation. Um. Okay, so can I give... I'll give two. So just off of, like, I don't know, self-care, um, the Laneige, like, li- sleep mask, the lip mask. Um. If you want nice, smooth lips, I would say... You need that product. I have the pink one. And then uh, also shout out to Burt's Bees. The salted caramel and the sugar cookie ones have been my favorite lately. So we're going to go with a self-care route this week. Also Trader Joe's wise. So like when I'm home, we have to go to Trader Joe's, Mike. All right, I'm down. I got the salmon rub seasoning blend, which is really good. And then the green goddess seasoning blend. And then the ketchup flavored sprinkle seasoning blend. So you put it on anything that you use ketchup with. <laughs> that just sounds just, funny. Like a ketchup seasoning. And I would say, okay, because we're talking about bagels, the everything but the bagel seasoning. I know I already said it, but yeah, that is a staple. Gotcha. And I'd also have, that leads me to another recommendation if we're going the self-care route. Okay. Um, Sarah had a hair mask. That she let me use, and my hair was smooth as hell. And <laughs> I've never used one before, but I was looking it up, and people were like, "Yeah, you should use them like maybe like once a week or so." And I might start doing that. Okay. Because yeah, ever since I like bleached my hair, it's been really dry, so I try to condition a lot. Also, so shout out to Robin's Hair Salon. I got my hair done and cut this past week but it does make a big difference as well with like the maintenance of your hair using like a color stay shampoo and conditioner like purple shampoo 
not necessarily but like there are like more expensive shampoos if you have the means for it mm-hmm. that help you like maintain your color and whatnot i've been using uh <clears throat> like redkin like all soft and like oh yeah that's Mega soft or whatever. i'm pretty sure that's good it's just crazy though because before I knew Sarah, I didn't know about all this stuff, and I would literally just like shampoo every day and never use conditioner, and my self care was just so terrible. Aww. Like in high school, my face would be so dry all the time, and I would just put like water on my face, which would dry it out more. But now I use lotion. I don't know what it is, but guys beyond that, like five in one. Oh yeah. Or twelve like, in one. Yeah, like motor oil toothpaste like <laughs> mouthwash oh shampoo as well yeah it's yeah. definitely not good for you shout out to all the significant others or friends or whatever you have going on someone who may be more than a friend that recommends all these self-care things and for taking care of of you yeah share those tips you know people may yeah. not know exactly i learned something the power the power of sharing yeah sharing is caring mm-hmm. happy valentine's day or galentine's day to everyone who, who celebrates yeah yeah even if you're on your own and you're enjoying your own time or your friends shout out to mm-hmm. you yeah shout out to you take care of yourself treat mm-hmm. yourself and did you have any other recommendations Ange? i don't think so okay oh wait 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 wait. constant comment black tea decaf version that's my tea of the week. Okay, awesome. Um, last time we didn't have social media, but now we are on Instagram. It is Endless Audio Podcast. Go follow us. We'll probably post whenever we make an episode. Um, haven't made the TikTok or Twitter yet, but we might make the TikTok before. Um, yeah. So we'll do that once we have, like, we record video so we can post some clips. Um, and we're also on spotify apple Podcasts, amazon music google podcasts all the podcasts you could listen to us please rate us five stars leave a review if you enjoyed um also if you want to maybe we'll start doing like instagram posts like a story where we ask a question and then people could ask us questions for the next episode that'd be really cool yeah i think that's a great um, idea mike do you have any other ideas or anything you want to say mm. I think you covered everything. You're so good at this. Oh, my God. All right. So um, we also got to decide what movie to watch next week. Um, and Fall Land's an option. Another Oscar-nominated movie. Did you see that trailer for the new, like, 46 movie? I think it's called with Adam Driver. No, I didn't. So it's like he lands on Earth. He's like, I think he's like a space traveler or something. But he lands on Earth. Oh, my dog's barking. He lands on Earth, like, before humans, so there's, like, dinosaurs and shit. And it looks crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd watch it. It's different. I do like Adam Driver. I know you do. Um, and shout out to Adam Driver. And um, just want to thank everyone for listening. If you did listen, leave a review. If you enjoyed, greatly appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram. Anything else you'd like to add, Ange? Shouts to the fans. Thank you for the support and for listening. And we hope that you continue to tune in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.